don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Wilmington, North Carolina is a beautiful port city with great history. What most people don't realize is that the movie industry is a big part of Wilmington's history. Some call Wilmington the Hollywood of the East, with such well-known television shows such as Dawson's Creek being filmed there. They are also well-known for some of the major hit movies that have come from there. Movies such as Cape Fear, The Conjuring, and Halloween Kills. Wilmington doesn't just churn out movies about hauntings. They have actual hauntings. In this episode, you will learn about a very fitting haunting. The Thallion Hall Theater. Wilmington needed a theater, and it had to be big enough to accommodate the large crowds, since the booming city already boasted over 6,000 residents. The facility also needed to be grand enough to attract celebrities and first-class performers. When it opened in 1858, everyone agreed that Thallion Hall more than fulfilled its obligations. The theater was, and still is, an architectural marvel. Its style and splendor have been copied by other architects, including the man who designed the famous Ford Theater in Washington. Out of the thousands of actors who have performed at Thallion Hall, more than a few have claimed that they have felt an unseen presence backstage. It's certainly possible, since there are some actors who like the theater so well that they refuse to leave, even after their deaths. The theater is reputedly haunted by two ghosts, believed to be the spirits of Maude Adams and James O'Neill. Both performed at the theater, although not in the same production. It's believed that Adams is the protector, or guardian angel, of Thallion Hall, and O'Neill is the mischievous one, responsible for moving items or playing with the stage lights. One time, when a workman was above the main stage fixing lights on the second grid, he laid down a tool next to him. Later, when he reached for it, it was gone. The tool turned up on the lower level, where no one had been working. It couldn't have fallen without making some kind of noise. There have been other accounts of finding tools or props where they shouldn't be. Sometimes workmen or actors are positive that they didn't leave an item where it was found. The lights are dimmer lights which means in addition to flipping on and off, they can also be turned from low to bright. On occasion, the lights have inexplicably gone from low to bright and bright to low, from off to on, and from on to off. This is especially hard to explain. The most intriguing experience occurred many years ago during a performance. One of the actresses had to make a quick change into an Edwardian costume that had dozens of tiny buttons that had to be fastened. In order to help the actress, the wardrobe manager always buttoned as many as possible. 
while still leaving enough unfastened so that the girl could put the dress on without difficulty. After she did her part, the wardrobe manager always put the outfit over the back of a chair and in the actress's dressing room. During a particularly hectic performance night, the manager realized that she had forgotten to get the dress ready for the actress, who was about to finish her scene. Knowing the girl would dash offstage to change, the wardrobe manager hurried to get the dress. When she couldn't find the dress anywhere that it should be, she desperately ran to the girl's dressing room to see if it just might be there. When she flung open the door, the costume was on the chair. Amazingly, the dress was neatly pressed and partly buttoned, just the way that she usually prepared it for the actress. Thinking the girl must have taken the initiative, the busy woman dismissed the event and she carried on with her duties that evening. After the performance, she praised the girl for her initiative with the costume. The wardrobe manager learned that the actress had not readied the dress for the costume change. A quick investigation revealed that no one else admitted to helping with the outfit either. In fact, no one associated with the production knew anything about this necessary preparation. No one seemed to know how the costume got into the dressing room. Stacy Edmonds, an administrative assistant at Thalion Hall, has also heard the story, but she doesn't believe a ghost was responsible for the costume incident because she doesn't think ghosts are interactive. Edmonds believes that ghosts have left a powerful impression on space and time because they were such vibrant and energetic people when they were alive. Those attuned to this energy can even see them. She's a believer because she has seen a ghost. It happened at Bessie's, a popular bar in Wilmington's historic district. The Front Street Hangout was formerly the Orton Hotel. Stacy was in the ladies' restroom when she was startled to see a black man, who appeared to be in his early 20s, wearing a string bow tie, entering the ladies' room. Before she could ask him what he was doing there, he walked right past her through the wall. Edmonds figures he worked in the kitchen when the building was the Orton Hotel. According to old floor plans of the hotel, the bathrooms at Bessie's are in close proximity to the hotel's previous kitchen. Although Stacy Edmonds has never seen the ghost of Thalion Hall, there have been sightings on the third floor of the theater. Those who have seen the ghost describe a seated man, which many believe to be James O'Neill. He's wearing a dark suit. A woman, many think is Maude Adams, is seen walking around in a black dress with a big bustle. Some patrons seated on the third floor of the theater have sworn they have felt cold spots. Some experts believe that cold spots are the result of a spirit using up all the body heat and warmth in a given area. So if there is a dramatic drop in temperature, it is believed that a ghost is present, even if it cannot be seen. In 1990, the Performing Arts Hall underwent a major $5.5 million revitalization effort. Today, the lobby is where the back of the building was originally. The entrance used to be on Princess Street, but it was moved to Chestnut Street when the 25,000 square foot extension was completed. The new part also houses the box office, some offices, a studio theater, dressing rooms, and stage support rooms. Photographs of famous performers who have appeared at the theater hang in the new lobby. Even though changes on the third level were minimal, mainly bringing it up to code, the ghosts haven't been seen since the renovations. 
Maybe there have been too many changes for Adams and O'Neill to continue to call this place home. Or maybe they are satisfied that Thalion Hall is being well maintained and they have moved on. Or have they? Recently, a woman in a tour group claimed to have felt a presence, according to a young man that was working in a box office. Miss Edmonds admits that she sometimes experiences creepy sensations on the third floor. There is a really odd antique couch, and you will start to feel a little queasy if you stand in front of it long enough, the young woman explained. So maybe, just maybe, the Thalion Theater is still haunted today. to take on a vampire 